good noise. That is a good noise. So I start the weekend. Yeah. Got to do mine now. Ooh, after dropping it. On Jesus, your... throwing beers everywhere. Hang on. Oh, wasn't as good as yours. No, mine was a uh, shook up beer slightly. Ah, it's a happy weekend, everyone. Yeah, it's only like really valid that is if people listen to it the day we release it. But yeah, it's Friday, so it's time to have some fun. That's it. Yeah, man. How's your week been, Rob? All right, working. You know, usual shit. Local, local. Not this time, yeah. Not yeah. like the other side of the world, or you know. On Mars or something. Yeah, yeah, nice and local. Painting it red, you know what I mean? I've been local as well. I think I might have done this week. I think I might have travelled like 80 miles. It's been luxury. (laughs) It's usually that in the morning, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At least. (laughs) So here we are, man, ready to podcast again. Uh, Have you got any shout-outs, Rob? Um, Just to everyone in the world. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a few here. Uh, Stephen, Stephen, James... Lauren, uh, Josh, I'm just going through fucking Facebook like an amateur here, Charlotte, Anne, Ian, and Sandra, bad motherfuckers. Cool. So, um, yeah, man, here we go again. Time to chill, time to relax. It's that time of the weekend. It is, yeah. A few drinks. Wake up at half six in the morning and start cracking open a can of beer. Yeah, we could do, couldn't we? Yeah, that'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Maybe get on the old uh, marching pad at 7am. Yeah, yeah. And just do the whole weekend like that and then go to work and drink in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Mate, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. We've just been talking about um, like loose cannons and like how people, some people just have got no regard for their own personal health and will just cane booze as soon as they open their eyes in the mornings. It's, fr- it's frightening, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, a lot of time it's... Um, they don't realise that it, though. They think they're having fun, which they are, but they don't realise that yeah, it's actually fucking them over big time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We'll go and get mashed every once in a while, maybe four, five, six, seven times a week. But you know, <laughs> seven times a week, and I'm fine. I just you know, I'm, I'm always looking after my health. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pillar, Pillar of health. Happy been, birthday, Callum. By the way, I've been on the beer since seven this morning. Oh, yes, you've done a good fucking few hours <laughs> of boozing already. <laughs> I haven't everyone actually. Don't worry. It's it's shocking that people like do that. Get up and like hammer it. I don't know how they can. Some people, you know what I mean. You know they're fucked, and then they just get up and carry on. But I suppose if they've been doing it for a while, that's all they do. Yeah, I like drinking till like four o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, and then just being getting up and going to work with like three hours, two hours sleep, and being like, well, comparatively fine, functioning. Yeah, it's if it's different. If 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 it's office work, you can do it. I think you probably could get it wrapped yeah. at four in the morning and then. Because you're just sitting around a computer, really. <laughs> when you're doing physical shit and you're up a ladder, 30 foot, or you're brazing something as you would do, yeah. you don't want to be doing that when you're pissed. Well, yeah. that's the thing, man. It's like a lot of work is... Um, well, you're not supposed to operate machinery or, or power tools when you're fucked. <laughs> that's yeah. why they do random drug <laughs> tests at, at, like on building sites. So I think that's really... I don't th- I don't agree with that. Don't it's you? Just, well, no, because like I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to stop like maniacs from coming in hammered. But yet, if like on a Sunday or whatever day in the week, say you have a few beers and you can get like tested yeah. on, a, on a Wednesday morning, you can lose your job just because you've had a few, you know, a couple of beers. Some of them have got like zero tolerance. Mm. They can't, that's, I don't agree with that, man. Yeah, well, um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck them all. Yeah, yeah, fuck everything. It's bad though because like I know people that, uh, you know, potentially can be drug tested at, at any minute. And when I say drug, I don't mean like heroin or cocaine. It has, it, you know, it counts for alcohol as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So if you can have more than a couple of glasses of wine, if they if they do drug test on you though as well, um, and you got coke in, cocaine in your system, just say it's Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And you did the session over Saturday and Sunday. It's yeah. still going to be in your bloodstream, probably. Yeah, of course it will. Then should they be able to do you if you went? Hang on a second. I had that like t- two, three days ago. I did that on Friday night. Just say so. I was all right by Sunday. Well. Can I think it, should they do you for that? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's kind of like the individual company's policy, as far as I, I know. And if they have a zero tolerance approach, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether you did it a week, two weeks ago, or the night before. If it's in your system, it's in your system, mm. which means you're fucked. But that's out of order, man. Yes. Well, yeah. Mm. Well, you're not sure if it's out of order. I don't know. It, it is. I suppose. Fuck it again. Well, if you well, if you go to a wedding at a weekend and you have a right old skinful on Saturday night, you could potentially still have alcohol in your system on Monday. If you were drinking till say like six, seven o'clock in the morning or something, you could be you could lose your job. Mm. I think sometimes things linger and they don't affect you though after a bit of time. It don't matter. It's if it's in your blood. Mm. But you could start with all sorts of. Drugs that you do need to have or whatever, do you know what I mean? It lingers in your blood for like six months sometimes, you know what I mean? I don't know. Does that mean you can't work for that time because you've had that, do you know what I mean? It's I, it's stepping into personal life. <laughs> I wouldn't work for a company that did that. No. There's no, no way. I suppose. I mean, even, even if you disregard like illicit drugs that you're not supposed to have, still counts for alcohol. Mm. Yeah. What if you wanted to go out and have a few beers on a Tuesday night? You, you're not allowed to. If they drug test you in the morning, because some some companies have a limit, which is below drink driving, so you you can have a bottle in the morning. No, you can you can be f- fine to drive, mm. but yet in their eyes, nope. Oh right, okay, got you. So you can not break the law. You can have a couple of beers, going to work. You could get pulled over by a police officer. They breathalyze you. You're good to go, mate. Fine. Yeah. But you get to work. They go random drugs test, drug and alcohol test, and then you could lose your fucking job. Have you ever had a random blood uh, drug test? Nope. No. Thank God. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've ever seen or come across that. It's rare on a building site. Never. Mm. Seems a bit of um. It's just more of a threat, isn't it? Let's be honest. I think so. It's not really. They won't do it unless they're like it's two days of people being absolutely fucked and bouncing off the walls. I don't think they will do a drug test. No. Unless it's obvious as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless it's blatantly obvious, you're not going to get randomly drug test. I think, it, yeah, it's like you say, it's, it's more of a threat. And also, if they're aware, like, I have heard instances of, like, when um, specific drug testing people arrive to take samples, the site suddenly vacates. I'm feeling a bit ill. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit poorly today. I've got to go home. Yeah. You're like, yeah, all right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Who's that? It's a drug man. He's just testing him. Oh, fucking hell, my stomach's bad. I've got the shits. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but if you've had a couple of beers, you don't want to lose your job for that. No. It's out of order. Fuck them. Mm. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Have we been ratting on for how long? We've been I don't on know. Seven fucking minutes. Drug testing as oh, well. Yeah. Be a bit boring starting that one. It was actually. Have we got anything <laughs> to liven it with? Um, some coke. Okay, then let's get <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> let's get a few lines <laughs> on the go. That'll get us going. All right, then let's uh, let's play some tunes and uh, do some drugs, drink some booze. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Hopefully, not get tested. Okay, see ya.
Hello again. I don't even know what to call this episode. Um, so, episode 88, 9? What, what are we on? Do you know? Uh, 86. 80, yeah, something like eight, mid-80s. Mid-80s. Yeah, yeah. But it's it was going to be straight up about telepathy. Okay. Um, but I kind of like, during doing the research, sort of switched it up a bit. And I suppose it's more like, ESP, extra sensory perception. Right. Like whether that's, you know, a um, an actual an actual thing. Like in cuz in some respects though, telepathy is 100% real. They've actually reproduced it in labs, uh, like mind-to-mind communication, proper doper straight up experiments. Like monkeys have solved problems as a hive mind, like they've networked their minds together. Right. And they can solve problems that they wouldn't be like it, with rats as well. Like they've put them in neural networks, um, and we've even controlled rats using our own our own minds. It's it's um it's a it's real with technology, totally okay. real with the aid of you know devices. With, okay, but that's, is that because the devices just read your mind and tell someone else what you're thinking or something? Like sort that? of, sort of. But the implications for what this stuff does in the future are. It's incredible because if we're doing this now, if we've got like the capacity to network monkeys' minds together to mm. make them solve problems that they previously couldn't or solve them quicker, if we can at least, maybe if we did that to ourselves, think how, how fast we could move forward with certain specific problems. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, because everyone's minds kind of working together in a way. Mm. It's like a fucking, there's a Tom Cruise film in this somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like in some respects, and this is not paranormal, Okay, it, and I don't think even if like if we as we'll get into it, if telepathy or ESP, well, paranormal to me means um, a object um, like a ghost thing rather than what like a yeah ghost or rather than actually like a, a transfer of mind. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Well, the reason why I say it's not paranormal is because like they say that a lot telepathy is one of the, or ESP extrasensory perception is one of these things that. Is diff very. It seems very difficult to to prove that it it's an actual real thing, even though there is evidence that that we can do it. Yeah. But if we can, it's an innate. It's in us. It's in our mind. We're not. It's not like it's not like a ghost or anything like that. It's a totally normal, natural thing to do mm-hmm. if it's real. But artificially, you know, there are ways of doing it. Now, artificial telepathy, in my opinion, is just as useful or profound as as natural telepathy because who gives a fuck if it's been induced by a piece of technology mm-hmm. if the end result is the same it doesn't matter true so we've sent thoughts across the world mind to mind there was a dude sat in a room in india and he was thinking about or was it france I can't remember india or france but one of the two and he was um, thinking of the word hello and uh, and a dude in um, opposite side of the world in france he uh, he was able to sense in his mind the word hello appear completely re- reproducible scientific experiment what they did is they um they've done this many times okay. y- using eeg machines like sort of medical devices that are used to sort of examine brain activity right yeah yeah but i if i was him i would have said um <laughs> like with the people doing the experiment i go look f- try and think of a word which you know, isn't one of the first words you'd probably use? Yeah, but the, it wasn't a case of trying to prove because this isn't wasn't this wasn't like is telepathy real? They knew that this 
network of you know devices that they'd constructed mm. should do it. They were just trying to prove that it could. Right. So what they do is this EEG machine. Like it scans electromagnetic activity in your brain. Mm. It's it's something that they use in like you know medical procedures and yeah. stuff. Now. They scan your head when you're thinking about the word hello or, or a shoe or whatever. The EEG scans it, measures the electrical activity, maps it out, sends it to a, de- a computer, like some sort of mad device, which um, then sends it to a device, another device called a, a transcranial stimulation wand, mm-hmm. which sounds like a sex toy. Doesn't it? It sounds like some sort of like, like interplanetary sex toy. <laughs> yeah. And what, what they are is they're like... Um, they they re, they induce internal brain activity externally, so it's like a wand that they wave over your head, and, and it affects it induces magnetic fields and electrical impulses in your brain and fires at specific parts of the brain. And they use that device because they'd coded it with the um, the thought to make the thought appear in your mind. You know what I mean? That's crazy. It's fucking crazy, mate. Like, literally, the the fourth. How did I get to? How did I get to work that out? Do you know what I mean? It's just madness, says. Well, I, I don't know. It, I think it's a sort of a case of they watch how the brain works and say, "Is there a way we can encode what's naturally occurring?" And then, d- does everyone think of the word "hello" or whatever in the same way? Do you know what I mean? If would it be the same brave ac- brain activities? Or what do you know what I mean? Um, similar, not totally the same, but it does have implications. That does massive kind of like, um, and we'll get to talk, like we'll talk about that in a bit. How it could like help in political situations. Okay, they actually sent the brain activity after they mapped it from one guy um, in through email. So they they scanned your brain <laughs> and emailed it. Yeah, got it into a computer, emailed it to another location where it's uploaded to this transcranial stimulation wand, and then they wave that over the head, and that's crazy, man. So it's just a fucking email, no physical fu- contact though. So I don't want them to do that in my mind. <laughs> Some <laughs> mental shit come out of there. Yeah, man, my mind's my mind. Don't get involved. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a cheat because it involves um, technology, but it shows that. You know, external stimulation in the form of a magnetic field yeah. can 100% put a thought in your head. And you've got to think it's only a matter of time until we sort of develop some sort of device that allows us to do that whenever we want. So it's like, what's the big deal, though? Yeah. What's the big deal with that? If you think about it, if we got good, really good at mm. this technique, so instead of sending a word, hello, we could we could start sending complicated messages instead of simple shit. So like an engineer, for instance, could transmit solutions to a problem where there's no expert present, like, you know, on fucking Mars or the International Mm. Space Station. It's like a literal upload and then download of complicated information about a specific complex problem, brain to brain. It's called radio-enhanced telepathy. But it'd be be a way of doing it without anyone else knowing in in a way. Well, this is like, they're not... Trying to, it's not clandestine. This mm. is just, can we send thought yeah, yeah. without having to be there? Like, yes, yes, we can. Uh, but it's, I mean, like, it's like, you know, Trinity in the Matrix when she fucking uploads the how to fly a helicopter. Mm. She doesn't have to fly a helicopter and then they send her to her mind how she does, and then she can. Yeah. It's kind of a bit like that. Mm. If you're sending thoughts to someone's mind, what's, What's the difference between sending the word hello and literally getting really, really good at this and sending complex tasks such as how to fly a helicopter to someone's mind? 
It's like it literally is like a download into someone's mind. Yeah, of their thoughts. It's badass, man, isn't it? Yeah, it's pr- it is pretty damn cool. But if you could do that on demand, you'd be like straight up telepathic for your tele. <laughs> <laughs> so, so te- technology is emerging. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this form of cum- communication will. A lot of like people in the know are saying this is gonna transform our world the same way that telegraph and telephone calls and the internet did um you know i think i think phone calls and, and texting could be a thing of the past if this starts yeah i suppose so if it's if it somehow kicks off and cheap enough from to produce it commercially then yeah yeah it, you know it's it's a message from it's mind to mind message it's a total understanding it's not just the word that's the thing you've got you're reading you're you're feeling the emotions as well that that person is is uh is feeling when they're th- thinking of that thought right because that's also encoded in the brain activity the emotion i suppose so because obviously it's, it's reacting to it isn't it to an emotion at the same time as saying the word or whatever exactly yeah so that's sort of like the problem because the emotion is often overlooked or, or not interpreted correctly you know when when you're trying to speak to somebody in a in a different language, for instance, like you know how people react sometimes over the phone or the text, and they say, mm. "Oh, sorry, I didn't understand what you mean." That wouldn't be the case. Um, You'd be um, like, "You felt what I yeah. thought exactly emotionally." Yeah. You know what I mean? And te- and a text or or um, if you text something to someone, it could look abrupt or rude when it's not. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or it could be the other way. It could look good, but it could mean it could be rude. You know what I mean? Well, that's it. I mean, like it all depends on the way you read the message. It's like if I said if I was trying to talk to you and you sent me a message going, "Dude, I ain't got time to talk." I'd mm. be like, "Well, that's quite abrupt." But yeah. if it was mind to mind, you'd be like, "Dude, I ain't got time to talk." Yeah. You'd be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, cool." Don't worry. Yeah. And it could be massively beneficial for uh, for communicating, you know, between opposing sides politically, or or even to sort like conflict out and mm. wars because. Instead of going through translators and shit getting lost emotionally, you'd feel the intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you know you, what you I know mean. What, yeah, you know, like you say, the emotion of it. So you know, hmm, okay, yeah, he, they mean that, or but they're just fucking saying it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of it, it cuts out all the bullshit that does. It just be straight to the fucking point. Like a lot of subtle understanding gets lost in um in language translation, and this would bypass everything. Yeah, it would just be a complete understanding. So we know this can be done artificially with the help of technology. Yeah. Uh, and that, I don't really think, is a shock to most people. Synthetic te- uh, telepathy, uh, you know, based technologies is definitely real. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to happen. You know, it's it's kind of like obvious when you think about the way our technology moves. We're getting much more proficient in communication. So why wouldn't we go towards direct mind-to-mind mm. communication? Even Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the Facebook guy, love him or hate him or whatever, he, he's he been, uh, I mean, his fingers are on the pulse regarding communication. Yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he says, one day I believe that we'll be able to send full rich thoughts to each other um, directly using technology. He's talking about thoughts there, mm. which is quite cool. And Elon Musk, he's obviously clued up. He knows a, a thing or two about tech, apparently. Yeah. And he said it's going it? to be, <laughs> he said it's going to be commonplace. And he's even set up a company called um, <clears throat> Neuralink, which wants to implant a neural lace in your brain. I mean, amongst other things, you know, it's really, it's really fucking interesting. This mm. shit's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna revolutionise everything that we think of. 
But what in, what's interesting about these ideas about synthetic technology, like devices have stemmed from reproducible scientific experimentation that shows humans, all humans, may have a latent sleeping ability to communicate mind to mind, and it could actually be commonplace in animals. So what do you think, Rob? Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's real? Do you think some people can do it, or do you think it's bullshit? Um... I think with animals and stuff, certain animals, you don't know because you're not an animal yourself, as in like a one of, well, you're not that species. Because you see it with, with sometimes with cats and dogs and stuff, as in like, if one cat always beats up another cat, but sometimes doesn't, you know when they walk into a room, all of a sudden if the other cat starts panicking and the other, and the other one hasn't done anything, is there something, can they read its mind or does it... Or does it have a weird look to it which makes it go, right, I'm going to beat you up and it's everyone then panics, yeah. you know what I mean? Like subtle cues. Yeah, yeah. It could be. That's what I thought. Maybe a lot of this stuff is, there may be, it may not be telepathic or extrasensory. It could just be su- like really subtle pieces of information that we're, we're picking up that we don't know that we're picking up. Yeah. And that gives us, we don't know because we don't know we're doing it. It gives us the impression that we're reading minds. It's thought to be if it exists, a magnetic sixth sense. Okay. Um, which kind of makes sense when the brain works and can be stimulated with uh, electromagnetic, you know, impulses and energy. And it, it kind of, I mean, that kind of makes sense. But is that kind of like, does it sound, is that like bullshit? Am I just... <laughs> well, I don't know. I suppose they've got to do more testing on it. No, you know what I mean? If they can do that, then in theory, then yeah, it's possible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot, of, a lot of scientists have said, uh, and neurologists, mm. have, have flat out said that natural telepathy, non, no devices, no technology, just sitting in a room or sitting in a fucking field, is 100% real okay. and definitely exists. But the issue is that it's kind of like, it's difficult for for science to, to sort of measure what's actually going on. There's no sort of mechanism that yeah. we can pick up on. Yeah, because like you were saying, Iran, it, could, it could be... It could be a subtle thing that you see, like I don't know, like a without even knowing, like a shrug of a shoulder or something. You can work out what they're thinking, or you know, in their head. Sometimes, if you know someone really well, you kind of do it because you know their mind, you know how their mindset. So, is it a case of telepathy, or is it a case of of awareness around you? Well, that's very. I mean, like what you're saying about like picking up on a drop of the shoulder or maybe like you know a slight raising of an eyebrow but what happens if the people are separated by hundreds or thousands of miles then it gets a bit fucking shady then. yeah well, that's that's yeah. the weird shit you know what i mean mm. how do they fucking how do you know so what we're going to do is we're going to have a we'll chat about some examples of um like cases of extra sensory perception in humans and animals and then we'll have a look at some some sort of experiments that have happened mm-hmm. like reproducible experiments so the first thing I thought is, would there be an evolution, an evolutionary need for this? Do you think that it would make sense to evolve, like this form of communication, to evolve naturally? Um, I suppose at the time, as we've evolved, no, because we're still kind of tribal, so we shouldn't really be away from each other, and we just talk to each other, but... But in, in the future, it could be good if you could. If I could specifically pick you out, for instance, and you're in France and go, you know, um, I need to tell him about this. I ain't got my phone. 
Yeah. And put a thought across and yeah, bang on. It'd be, it would be amazing because you'd be able to pass information from one side of the earth to the other to a specific person or specific um, whatever. And and then, yeah, I, I can't see... I can, I can see that working, but it's a case, can you do that? And I don't... I don't think... I'd... I don't think it, it's possible unless we have some sort of machine anyway. Okay, well, that's good that you don't think it's possible. That's good because we're going to have a look at some examples. Because I, like, if it was beneficial f- for species, I think it probably would have evolved. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, 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 maybe even before language because if you're trying to communicate with someone or something, like yeah. we're talking like ancient man or whatever hominid that was before us, and you can't communicate feeling intent emotion if you could just communicate that it doesn't have to be a language just just mm. intention then yeah that would be very beneficial mm. nature tends to just do shit if it wants to yeah so may i don't know I, I don't i don't think it's possible between humans like you say you might be able to with a machine but then what's the you might as well just have your mobile phone do you know what i mean uh, yeah sort of sort do you of get what i'm saying there yeah, but if you have your mobile phone and you can fly a helicopter, there's no way you're going to be able to tell me how to fly a helicopter. Okay, yeah. I suppose it goes right into detail, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's it's the sort of the literal thought. But, but yeah, but I, it has. I can't. I just can't see us ever evolving to a point where it's needed. Because, like you say, I think we probably would have already evolved it by now. Probably. Well, that's the point. I think that if if it is real. Or has been real. We've we've kind of like forgot how to do it because we don't need to. Because we can just talk to mm. each other now. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting lazy. I think it would have occurred. Well, as we'll go into some details later on, some examples of animals that don't communicate with language, but yet seem to convey complex emotions and feelings and intent, mm. which we don't really fucking understand. But the most common form of telepathy or extra sensory perception that people have, is knowing when the phone is going to ring and who's calling. Okay. And I'm sure that everybody's, like, who's listening to this is a... Yeah, is well, yeah, I, I do it sometimes when, when my phone rings, I go, oh, that's, that's going to be Tom, most likely, or it's going to be, you know, wh- whoever. It, um, And most of the time, you, you're kind of right, but is that a tele- is that a thing, or is that more... um uh, mm, a normal it happens regularly so you you kind of expect it well they say it only happens to people that are close to you which makes sense if you're trying to explain telepathy as you know it only works when you're really close to someone but only the the, the closest people in your life are going to call you the most regularly mm. so you're probably going to go you can guess it yeah yeah could do could do but I, a guy called um Rupert Sheldrake, he's, he's like a doctor, biologist, uh, big, he's a big believer in, in telepathy. And yeah. it, he's worked in places like Cambridge, and sort of, you know, top guy in the field. He's performed studies and research on, on this type of stuff. It's difficult to do because the scientific community tend to think it's bollocks mm. and you can lose a lot of reputation and get stigmatised for mm. being a bit of a kook if you if you're trying to do it but he's found that like the most common form obviously that people encounter is is telephone so what is what he did is he ran some tests and it's been statistically proven beyond coincidence that test subjects know who's calling them 
It's not a guess. Uh, apparently, we can, we can all do it, allegedly. No, nobody is special. Now, what they did in the experiments was um, really simple to, to reproduce. A simple procedure in which um, the test subjects receive a phone call from... This is where it gets a bit shady for me. From one of four potential callers. So, already, we've reduced... Just the to net four people, yeah. To it's four not except for seven, seven billion people. Exactly, yeah. It stands for. Uh, they don't know. They well, they they know who the potential caller is, but they don't know who's 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 going to call them. Obviously, mm. now the callers that do ring them are picked at random by the experiment team. What they do is they roll a dice, and they go, "Okay, Tom's calling Rob," and uh, then they page the guy and say, "Call him." Mm-hmm. Then they call him. And by by chance, you would be right. They have to say who it is when the phone rings before the person speaks. Yeah, they yeah. answer that's the phone. They have to go, oh, I think that's Tom or whatever. Yeah, you go, yeah. is that Tom? But by chance, you'd be right. Apparently, I'm not, I don't fucking, I don't know, but apparently you'd be right 25% of the time. So one in four. Now, the experiment has been run hundreds of times and it shows that subjects correctly identify the caller over 50% of the time. Now, statistically, that's that's an anomaly. Mm. It's a spike, but but if if there's twenty people, what's it going to be? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it drops suddenly, doesn't it? It would do. I, I think it's four is a, a very s- small number. You could guess. You got more chance of guessing than twenty people. Cause Sounds it, like I, I feel like that's just a guess. Well, you know, my especially I if it's randomly picked the people to call. I remember when I was at at college, the uh, maths teacher said to me, he said, um. If you don't know the answer and it's one of four, it's like multiple choice, so just fucking guess. Mm-hmm. Statistically, you're going to get more than 50% if you just guess. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Who's blowing that out of the water? I think so. I think I think that is a waste of uh, money, to be honest, that research. Could be. I think, I think if you're going to do it, you need like 100 people or like 50 yeah. people or something. Because then... Um, the percentages are going to drop right down, and then if it's a lot higher, then you know, because if it's like Dave, Tom, Roy, and Pat or something, you got, you know, what I mean, you can just guess. You can yeah. just go, well, I, the, I know what the experiment is. I know that one of these four is going to call me at some point because someone's rolling a dice in another room or whatever, right? You've got one in four chance of yeah. getting it right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, it might might their stats might be fifty percent, but there's only three other people you've got to pick after that <laughs> that's, one. That's so, what I mean. You know what I mean? So if it's 100 people, you've got no chance. It's very important to... to like. It's easy to say, oh yeah, people it get it statistically right it, more than 50%, but you've got to say there's only fucking four yeah, people calling you. Exactly. If if it was like 20% at 100, I'd go, there might be something in this. If You know what I mean? Well, I asked on Facebook during the week, I said, because I knew we were going to be mm. doing this, so I said, has anybody had any experiences, any sort of telepathic experiences and uh, Thomas Snow actually said, um, sort of sent us an email saying he had. Now I'm gonna I'll read his email. You can think about it however you want, but this is what he said, and it's he seems he seems quite sincere in his email. I mean, mm-hmm. he could just be, you know, he could be pulling the the wool over our eyes, but I don't, no, I, don't. I don't think he is. Um, he says it's not really telepathic, but it might be worth telling you about. When I was younger, there was a girl around the corner who I used to know from school. Her mum always liked me and said we should get together when we were older. Anyway, a while later, I really got into Call of Duty and was playing loads. One night after a massive online session, I went to bed and had a dream I was playing paintball, Call of Duty style. 
I remember running over a field toward a pile of sandbags and peered over the edge where the girl from round the corner's mum was lying on the floor. I asked her what she was doing there and she told me I had to look after her daughter. She kept reiterating this and wouldn't tell me why she was there. I just agreed. Mm -hmm. The next day, I'm about to text the girl and tell her about my weird dream. She was seeing some other guy, uh, but we still text from time to time. Her mum still preferred me. She said, but before I could call, she texted me to tell her to tell me that her mum had died that night. We are now married and have two kids, and I'm pretty sure nobody believes me when I tell them this story. It's mad, that is. Now, I know shit like this happens to people. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but I know that... That's mad, that is. This is fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. Still with her. Married. That's Couple mad. of kids. That is crazy, that is. What's all that about, Rob? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to explain that. Can't, can you? That's the no. problem with these things. It's 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 like... If it could be a complete and utter stupidly ridiculous coincidence. It could it be. Because shit like that happens all the time. Little people, people can get hit by an asteroid, you know what I mean? Like the size of a fucking Meteor, pebble and yeah. kill them, you know what I mean? What's the chance of that? Yeah. So it could be just a complete and utter f- like fluke, but yeah. it's it's sometimes things can be a bit too coincidental for it to yeah to be like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like with seven billion, whatever we got, seven and a half billion people on the planet, yeah. some fucking long odds, uh, long odds happen every day. Yeah, yeah. But things that would not seem like one in a million. Forget that. How about one in seven and a half billion, or whatever? Yeah. Because that occurs every day. Yeah, yeah. So, so someone would either be unlucky or lucky. Yeah. On that, on that um, percentage, by that percentage, what would you call it? Odds. Yeah, I suppose. But I still don't think. I don't know, man. There's a lot of. St- there's, that happens a lot. Yeah, but if if that's the fir- the first and only dream as well, which is like that, which involved her mom, um, it's very mental, isn't it? You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've got no reason to disbelieve him, and and I do know people that have had weird things happen like that. I don't know, man. Maybe there is something to this. Um, mm. Occasionally, in high stress situations, you can. I don't know. I don't even have to explain no, it. No, no, that's mental, that is. So a really obvious place to look for any forms of extra sensory perception or telepathic abilities, I mean, obviously, would be between mothers and babies. Mm-hmm. You know, the theory is, you know, they obviously share profound physical and emotional... I mean, they were connected. Yeah. And one made the other, you know, with the help of a, of a guy. But essentially, it's almost as if the baby is the flesh and blood or the mother. Mm. So there's really interesting studies have, have been carried out and found that mothers mothers' brains contain actual living cells from their babies. And what's more, women have cells from their mothers as well as their own babies in their bodies from pregnancy. So there's there's evidence for competition between cells from grandmothers and infants within mothers. So like a right. deep connection remains after birth, but not only Emotionally and, and physically, but it's a, it's it's across generations. Yeah, it seems that's bizarre. That is, isn't it? But that could explain why some animals do shit at birth that they kind of like. It looks like they know what to do. Straight straight you know away, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Eat, like hunting or getting into water or evading. Yeah, say those turtles, you know, they're buried in sand. And yeah. then all of a sudden they know to bowl to water. How do they know that? Do you know what I mean? How do you think that? I mean, I don't know. What do you reckon? I, I think it's just a. I don't know, it's just an evolutional thing f- 
every animal has it differently, and it's it's just a natural thing, I suppose. But like, it's amazing that you know think something can be buried on land, dig itself out of an egg, and then out of the ground and go fuck it, I need to go there. Yeah. Or do, yeah. they just, or do they just follow one who's just very lucky and just guesses it right every time? Maybe that's why they have 50 <laughs> yeah, yeah, billion yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them's Probably bound one to of make it. Yeah, one of them's going to make it. All the rest aren't. All the running the down drains. Going down fucking like into the into the jungle and going, oh shit, I'm not built for this. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, I mean, that's why they lay so many eggs, I suppose. You mean, look at fish. When fish breed, they fucking lay like 200,000 eggs. It's only because like fucking two of them live after. Yeah. That's why. Same thing, isn't it? But yeah. I just think I think you're right though animals, but is that just because it's like you say a, a, a genetic thing and you just you know that gene memory you were talking about yeah um that one episode while mm. back I wonder if that's part of stuff as well gene memory yeah you know cool. what I mean they might just go right I know we've got to do this because I know Something's my my mom swims around in water all the time I'm talking like a turtle here by the <laughs> way just so you know so uh, so they know that that there is water to go to and they need that yeah it's mad isn't it mm. it's mad isn't it but it's so fascinating that like you know if, if anyone's listening to this that have had a child you've got cells in your body living cells that came from your from your baby and you've also well, I suppose it, get, it goes for all of us, but you've also got cells from your your mother as well. So you've got three, two generations, of, well, three, your mothers, yours, and your babies, generations yeah. of cells. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose living in your mind with men, you might have obviously your parents' cells, some your mom's cells, but you wouldn't be able to have your son or daughter's cells, would you? It's weird, isn't it? Or would you? Or would you? Is it you giving them that? I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one, that. Yeah, it's that only happens in females. Yeah, the instant as well, like because like you can have the the cells from your mother mm. in you because you're a bloke. Yeah, that just makes sense, and well, she yeah, can have the cells mom, from yeah, so. from you in her, but you can't have. It doesn't look like you can have your grandparents' cells. No, do you know what I mean? It's weird. Because you, they're can not. Can you have like a mutant type of their cells, which has changed through the generations? No. <laughs> But it's really interesting because instances of ESP and telepathy are higher in females than they are in males. Okay. So that could... I don't know whether it points to anything. It could just be reading into a load of... <coughs> fuck knows. But anyway. But I've got some interesting um, accounts from, you know, a, a mother and a mother and daughter or like, like inter-family connections, potentially... Uh, this is the, this is the first one. Uh, so when I was 16 and living with my mother in San Francisco, I woke up one morning and demanded my mother get me a plane ticket to LA immediately. Now, a lot of these are like anecdotal. Mm. There's no backup, but they're just interesting to put in. Said it wasn't like me to be demanding or, or rude, but that was just exactly how I was acting. Yeah. I couldn't answer why I needed to fly down there. All I knew is I had to go and see my grandma that very second. There was no thought process prior to my demanding a, t- a plane ticket. The frantic demands just came out of my mouth. It was as if somebody else was talking and acting out of my body. My grandma and I weren't even that close. I barely knew the woman. But I threw such a fit that I was forced to my room and my mum grounded me the entire day and night. The next morning, my mother slowly opened my bedroom door to wake me, and she was white as a ghost. 
The only thing she could say was, how did you know? My grandmother had passed away the morning before, right about the time that I started my tantrum. It took several days for my mother to be even begin to talk to me after that. <laughs> Could just be a weird story. Could be. How, how old did she say she was at the time? 16. 16. Hmm, yeah, so that that's an interesting one, the way it shows that potential connection between, uh, you know, granddaughter and and grandparent exists through the the mother because of this sort of yeah. cell passing on theory. But then how? Uh, yeah, it's, 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 that's mad, base. I'm just trying to think how you would telepathically do that if you were dying, and then for her to go. Whoa, you know what I mean, and, and react the way she did, sort of thing. I don't know. It's like Thomas said earlier. Thomas Snow, he, he, you know, he's just in a dream. Yeah, it's fucking mental, isn't it? Mm. It is. It's crazy. Could 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 um not with the um the first obviously the one we were sent, but with that one there, do we know if the grandmother was ill? Do we know? You know what I mean? Because it could it be something you anticipate randomly? Because because just say you hear some bad news, someone's going to die, and you know it's in a few months, and a few months are nearly up, and you're just thinking about it, and you know what I mean. And it could, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to put the against it, not because I don't want to believe it, but Which because been, I'm just gotta. trying to yeah figure out what's the logical explanation for it. Well, like I say, it's like an anecdotal story, but does say in the context of that what we just described that the, the mother said to the I can't, was it daughter I think it was a daughter, daughter yeah. she said um, how did you know so that kind of implies that there was no sort of foreboding or no potential fatality in the family mm. <laughs> I don't know interesting Crazy. yeah now there is a guy called Ramses Cigar- Sangano Singano Singano whatever Singano sounds about yeah. right yeah <laughs> Sounds a bit like Chingana. <laughs> you can um, you can check him out on YouTube. He's like he's an autistic kid, bright kid. Uh, I think he's like eight or, or something. Um, he speaks Chinese, Spanish, English, Hebrew, Arabic, Russian, Greek. He's he you know, knows his shit. Yeah, and, he, and he's been able to demonstrate straight up telepathic abilities to scientists on demand, and he welcomes filming. Him and his mum say like, "Come on." Bring it on, let's have a look. You can check him on YouTube, obviously, go and mm. find him. Now, what's interesting about this is he uses his mother to get results. It seems like that. I don't mean like she doesn't she doesn't tell him, but she has to know like the number that he's gotta guess or the card or the object that he's asked to enti- identify. She she's gotta she's gotta be holding it. And and if she is, he apparently can work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I found exam- examples in the animal world which are similar to that. Mm-hmm. But that's really... I thought it was quite interesting that if, if you put a car on the table and say, what's on that? He go, I ain't got a fucking clue. But if you give it to his mum... And, and in the videos... Mom, yeah. In the videos, they are like... It do, I mean, you can never tell because you don't know what happened before the camera started Might rolling. Said it was 42. Just, just yeah. pretend that you didn't know we're going to put a blank screen up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's like somebody behind the camera going, yeah. 42, yeah, yeah. div. But um, from what you can see, yeah. it does look like that he's just going, like the mum picks a card out and the scientist is sitting there and the kid just goes, uh, like eight. So like, what the fuck? How are you doing that? Check him out, man. You know what I mean? Mm. But he's been tested and filmed by neuroscientists and they, they verify that it's it is real, but they haven't got a fucking clue how he does it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless the scientists are in on it, 
which mm. I don't think you would be if you were like a, you know, a, so like a telepathic group. Well, like, nah, and I mean, like, if like the scientists are like, y- you wouldn't want to dash your reputation for an online stunt. No. Do you know what I mean? Unless there's lots of money. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's difficult to tell from a video, but mm. it could potentially be. Yeah, well, it's, but it's, it's, oh, is it because he's got like an autism thing? I don't, I don't want to sound well, even bad. Well, if he has, yeah. then it shows that it's real. Yeah, I suppose. It doesn't matter if you've been hit on the head five times with a hammer. If you start doing telepathy after that, then it's real. You just need to be mm. hit in the head five times with a hammer <laughs> to do it. Yeah. So, what do like the power mongers, the you know, the world governments think about this? So, I had a little look, and from at least. At least the 1950s, as as far as I could tell, yeah. uh, right up to the 1990s, and probably continuing to this day, the the CIA, military, the the US government, and many many others have spent millions and millions of dollars researching extrasensory perception and yeah. telepathy. Now they're not the only ones that are doing it. Like I say, fucking Russians are doing it. We're probably doing it. Everybody's fucking doing it. Now, it seems to have stemmed and started with our good old mates, the Nazis, during World War Two. We'll have a good Nazi. Now, they uh, they were well into researching paranormal shit like to aid their war efforts. Yeah. There's definitely a show on Nazi, like, crazy paranormal sort of pursuits during the war. Mate, they were, they were looking for the holy fucking grail during World War Two and the spear of destiny. Like, straight up, man. It sounds like a fucking board game. I know. The Spear of Destiny. They were practicing black magic and trying to contact demons to help them win the war. They were spending no, fucking no loads. No wonder they fucking lost. They spent too much time <laughs> acting like Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Mate, everything was on, on the fucking game. Like anti-gravity, fifth-dimensional bomb socks. You know, yep, fuck it. Throw yeah. money at it. Let's see what we can get out of it. <laughs> Do you it's know crazy, what I mean? yeah. It's fucking crazy. But they, um, yeah, they used to test uh, for telepathy and extrasensory abilities on people in states of extreme psychological distress, like when they were in concentration camps, mm. on the edge of death, being threatened with oblivion. And they, they'd hope that would, like, trigger some sort of, you know... Defence mechanism in the brain, which can, like, make you hover or or read everyone's mind or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they were just trying to invoke a response and they were using everything they could to try and do it obviously extreme psychological torment it was one of their favourite ones but anyway forget the fucking Nazis what's interesting about the CIA uh, like the military the US government is the fact that they even considered researching and spending millions on this in the first place because mm. it's all meant to be a load of bullshit isn't it Yeah, it's all meant to be bollocks and that's what they tell us anyway but behind closed doors they were fucking researching it. They were, yeah. Mm. They didn't just research it for a year and think, nah, there's nothing to this. Because if there was nothing to it, you'd pretty much find that straight away, if you're using millions and millions of dollars, they were getting measurable results and continued their research for over four decades. That's an important thing to consider here. They were getting results. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're still doing it to this day. Right. Like, for example, law enforcement agencies around the world still use psychics to aid in, in investigations. I mean, you've got to be... Fu- Imagine if you, if you had a kid and your kid went missing and the police just went, we're getting the psychics out. Psychics. I think I call them more of a hunch. <laughs> you're thinking The shit. hunchers. Except for the psychics, the hunchers. 
You've so been... you go, you've got a hunch. You're, you do a lot of hunches. You're guessing the body's in the field somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Some geezer, you know, tall, with a beard, blue <laughs> eyes. Yeah, go on him. We'll just arrest someone and just get them done. I haven't done anything. If I had a kid that went missing and they said we're getting the psychics out, I'd be thinking, fuck, you have no leads at all. You're fucking yeah. scraping yeah. the barrel. I'd tell them to, I would tell them to get fucked. I'd go, don't, don't bother. Because, you know, it's a load of bollocks. It is bad, isn't it? <laughs> but the psychic ones, with dead bodies, I can't... Nah. I just think <laughs> it's... it's. I just feel like some someone's... Okay, somehow it might have automatically... Um, some people might have actually been caught freak I reckon they're just investigators who just just say that do you know what I mean <laughs> they come and yeah. look at a site and go oh well I can see something there he's got to be a bloke in his 40s uh, you know what I mean so, yeah I maybe they're know. just like good at psychological profiling or something yeah and that's, that's probably what it bloody is you know what I mean well today the Office of Naval Research calls the, the CSP research program the anomalous mental cognition research so it, it's kind of like they're still doing it but they're they're trying to they're saying anomalous so it's kind of like they're saying it's real. We've got a fucking clue. Haven't got a fucking clue. Or sometimes it occurs. Is it long odds? Is it just a good de- guess? Fuck knows. Mm. But it seems to be real. But back then in the Cold War days, it was kind of like you know when the CIA were looking at it. It's sort of like in some respects a um, a psychic arms race because everybody was doing it on the sly. You know, what happens if the enemy does it and succeeds? We'll be on the back foot. So it's kind of like a insurance policy, so to speak. Mm. Because everyone was paranoid as fuck back then, weren't they? If the yeah. Russians are doing it, fuck, we go, we've got to start yeah, fucking trying to kill it. goats with our mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, obviously you've got to be better than me as well. Not just kill the goat, you've got to do it quicker and better. Yeah. With your mind. Well, it's, it, yeah. But it's also funny that the first serious or apparent serious scientific attempts to research it came from a weaponized perspective. Do you know what I mean? That's a bit fucking, come on, can we not just, we were researching a lot of shit why would we not want to research this? Yeah. There's something to it. Just fucking throw some money at you. Spend billions on bombs. Just chuck them a couple of quid and fucking see. It always is though, isn't it? It's always when something's research, it's like, how is this going to help us beat other people? Yeah. In a war or in whatever. It seems to always be the way. I don't know why. It just is. Well, they looked at all forms of extrasensory perception, including remote viewing, which is seeing or perceiving something at a distance. Uh, this is the area where they got a lot of results. Um, in 1976, a Soviet bomber had gone down, like in the jungles of Africa somewhere. The CIA and the military intelligences had used everything at their disposal. Satellites, like early satellite, or early satellites, they'd used people on the ground, they'd used radar, mm. and they were getting nothing. They couldn't find anything uh, until a lady who was actually a secretary in the in the building where they were doing this remote viewing research, um, she got she got called to have a go at it. Basically, the military said, yeah, have a go on this bab. And she was like, all right then, no dramas. So for butchers, her name was Rosemary Smith. Now she started drawing, like concentrating her mind mm. and drawing maps. Um, and the maps turned out to be sort of geographically accurate. And they were able to pinpoint where the aircraft was to within a few miles. This is where she said it was. Mm. So the CIA then sent a paramilitary team to the uh, to wherever Foxville this was in the jungle, yeah. near where old Rosemary had said that you know she'd had the vision. 
Um, and that when they got there, they actually saw a villager carrying a piece of metal across the road. And they were like, where, where are you going, son? Where did you get yeah. that from? And he went, oh, there's a plane gone down over there. <laughs> and there it was. That's fucking mad. That is mad. She's, yeah. That's fucking mad. And that happened. That's that <laughs> happened. Is it, it once again though? Is it just coincidence? You know what I mean? I don't. It's just weird. It is weird. They even deployed, uh, like t- you say. You know, there's people who odds are, about seven billion to one, or something bad will happen to them. Um, you know, odds are seven billion to one. You'll be able to guess what someone else is thinking or guess where something is. Yeah. Look at this map. Where's it? Well, wasn't even look at the eighteen forty. Five nine two one whatever where is it and you go there and you go fuck me it is but there wasn't a map she did it yeah they went think about the plane and she went mm, okay and she started drawing a map she went have a look there they went all right I went over and went oh well done mate <laughs> well done Rosemary it's there so they've even put like um, test subjects into combat and a dude in two thousand and six I think his name was Army Staff Sergeant Martin Richburg. He was uh, able to evacuate a cafe in Iraq after. Now it's, it seems that he, it seems he was he read the mind of a customer, who it turns out was a suicide bomber and was going to blow the place to pieces. And you know he he got everybody out. Now that could just be hyper vigilance in extreme. Yeah, is it, it, did he was he was the geezer near him at the time? Was did, the, could he see him? I'm guessing so. Yeah. So could he have just subconsciously realised something wasn't right and thought that he was reading his mind and went I need to get everyone out because he's about to blow gut feeling you yeah know? you yeah. know what I mean if he if he went in in the morning and went look I know this geezer's planned something you know what I mean we need to like fucking deal with this now that'd be more convincing yeah but like if he's at the time you know you some, you some, you obviously shady people you think they're up to something don't you well, it's interesting that you said that, though. Like, if you said it the morning, you know, or the day before, because... Because they clearly planned it, you know what I mean? Because they're not just going to go bowling, are they? They're going to have... I'm going to blow somewhere up. Where am I going to blow up? They wouldn't do that. They'd pick somewhere, wouldn't they? They'd well, look for a place and pick for it and go, but that's still going to be the good one to go for. Well, we've, we've got examples of exactly that fucking happening. All right, okay. Which is crazy. So, the, it seems that the US military just... They actually believe that there's, you know, we have a sixth sense, and um, they've, like we say, they they have tried to isolate individuals and develop whatever mechanism is behind it, and they've used them as psychic spies, which is fucking crazy, and unsurprisingly, the the Russians have been doing it as well. They've been psychic spies. Oh yeah, they they've been using te- people with telepathic telepathic abilities to try and manipulate or affect the decision-making processes of American politicians. So they're sitting somewhere in fucking Rostov. In a room in Russia in the fucking snow going... Yeah. With a, with the bottle of vodka, obviously. Yeah, battered out their mind. Going, I'm going to fucking make him say cunt flap. Well, no, I'm going to make him do a I deal. Mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to make him do this. I'm going to... Tr- or at least... R- that's fucking insane. And they, they did it. I, I suppose it's like... It tends to come from the military because when you think about it... They've got potentially, well, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of ig- individuals at their command. And, and you know, th- what they do is they just they just sit back and wait until people with apparent abilities appeared within the armed forces and then they'd isolate them and then get them out and then, then use them experiments to try and figure out what kind of mechanism is behind their apparent abilities. Mm. So, it's, of course, it would appear there. That makes more more sense to me. Now, there's um, SRI, or it's called... 
Stanford Research Institute. Now, they, they researched extrasensory perception for about 20 years, in starting in the early 70s. They were sponsored by NASA, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and the CIA. So the CIA are researching it, but yeah. they're also funding research. Okay. Now, these are big fucking names putting money into apparently what they tell us is a load of bullshit. Now, SRI and the research they carried out was completely classified. Um, as well as tele- telepathy, they were they were studying remote viewing and psychokinesis, which is moving shit about with your mind. Mm. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. NASA and JPL, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, yeah. were um, they were actually funding the the psychokinesis, you know, moving shit at a distance. They were interested with results that SRI were getting from people that were able to affect the readings of instruments called magnetometers. Um, now, like they were doing it with their mind from a distance. They weren't touching this shit. Now, the, the, so the magnetometers measure magnetic fields. Okay. Like, you know, around a magnet or whatever, just, you know, the, the general field mm-hmm. of, of the... Of, of, the, uh, of an, obje- uh, an, uh, an object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pissed already. Fucking kind of hammered. But um, uh. it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that powerful magnetic fields um, are used in synthetic te- telepathy. But okay. yet, the people with apparent abilities back then, before they knew this, were able to affect objects, uh, instruments that measured magnetic fields. Mm. So it's a, I don't know if that's a connection. Am I just reading into it too much? Mm. Anyway, whatever. They performed many reproducible remote viewing experiments they do like double blind tests where like they get a guy and um they'd say right in that safe there's a location written down so he'd go and open it and he'd fucking go it's like you know the pier or whatever Mm -hmm. pier 32 so he'd he'd head down to pier 32 and a guy in a um at the sri headquarters in a in a room surrounded by wire like a faraday cage it's meant to sort of stop electrical and and, uh, magnetic sort of interference Mm. he was then asked to concentrate on the guy he knew the guy obviously and where is he and they would sit down and they could literally draw like draw the pier where the guys are, and they were doing it time and time again. They mm. get it correct, so it's like they're seeing through that person's eyes, or they're getting a some sort of like the connecting. Is it? It's like mm. they might, they even tried it on submarines under the ocean. So we're talking like money here. You don't yeah, just yeah, send yeah. subs out. Fucking, <laughs> they're not tenor. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, millions of pounds submarine. Yeah, they do that, hoping that the seawater would act as an insulation and sort of block the the message. But it would still come. They'd still be able to go. Oh, he's in a sub. He's in right. a sub, and they're, they're completely blind to how the, you know, what what he's causing this. But he seems to. Oh, but right. SRI they employed um, Yuri Geller. You know the spoon bending. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that puts it straight out out of my window. That does I don't like. It. Don't yeah. like him. Yeah, it's all bollocks him. He got done, didn't he, on the show? Live yeah, on live TV. TV. It's a good yeah. one. Uh, the geezer basically, he, he went to plan to do his trick and he basically just said, no, you got this one now, pull something out, you got to do it with do this. It, bend that, that spoon, yeah. Not, not a spoon, it was some and he's crowbar. Like, oh, I'll come back to this, let me think, I'll come back to this. I was thinking, mate, you're not going back to that, you're fucked. Yeah, you can't I mean? concentrate, too much it's, pressure. It's not your shit, mate, so, you know. You're fucked, aren't you? It's uh, not real, mate. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, it sounds all good, SRI, but as soon as you got someone like Yuri Geller, look, look for the clip of Yuri Geller, everyone. I, um, I can't remember what um, uh, talk show it was, but 
um, just type in Yuri Geller fake or something like that, right? <laughs> Fraud. And it will come up with his um, uh, like interview thing, and the, and the geezer's like, no, do this. You can do it with this box, not that one, and this one, and do this with that instead of what you said you wanted us to do it with. And yeah. he, he's like, you he can see him, he's like, um, uh, fuck, uh, we're not getting anything yet. You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting anything at all. You never have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man, it could be. Yeah. Let's be, let's face it, man. That's probably more like the case that he's just a, a fucking like. But apparently it's like a, they use um them spoons where you like put your things on it. It's like the, the spoon's cutting off. There's like a, um, a very, very low melting point or malleable piece of metal. Then when you heat it up between your hands, it just fucking bends. When on the big, I remember on the Big Breakfast. Is it cold? Remember the Big Breakfast? Metal's called now. Remember on the Big, big Breakfast, Chris Evans was doing it, and um, Euro Guerra was on, and he, he gave him a spoon. He went, no, I need to have one of my spoons. And you're like, yeah. well, that's straight away. You've just kicked yourself in the bollocks there, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? I've got, I've got to have one of my spoons. This one's too thick, he said. You know what? Thick? What, what, do you want a piece of, a piece of a, a spoon made out of paper? And just yeah. go, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can bend it. If you can bend metal with your fucking... But the thing is, How he's not... How did he bend... get famous doing that? When you look at it, he's not even bending it with his mind. He's no, holding he's the spoon it. in between his fingers like that. and he bends it. Yeah, but he's rubbing as well. It's not like he's going holding it still. Yeah. He's actually, if you watch him, he's going like that with his fingers going to put your mind and... Put... How did he get famous look, doing if, that? Look, if you give me a spoon... Yeah, millions doing you, that. If you put a spoon in my hand, I can bend it in half yeah. with my hand. And if I look at it like Yuri Geller does and go... Mm, but he's not using his fucking mind. He's just bending it with his hand because the spoon's in his fucking hand. Yeah, you see him. He's doing that. With, well, I don't know. Obviously, other people can't see here, but he's rubbing his fingers like that over. They can it. if they're using remote viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it telepath- straight away. Telepathically uh, reading my mind. But yeah, <laughs> did you see what I did then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what they say. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's bollocks. That is. I don't know how he. He made millions doing oh, that. Fucking mega. Well, you know, he did actually going round better. Why would you want to go and see someone bend a spoon anyway? Well, he's worked for some top places. And, I know, and, yeah. And but with the military as well. I think they were just throwing money at anything. I think so. Should we take a break? Have another beer because I'm out. Yeah. And then we'll come back and do some more. Yeah. Let's do it. Just figured out a way of doing like telepathy with selfie sticks. Yeah, did I? Nah, <laughs> that would have been cool though. Nah, you, know, you take pictures from a mile away. Well, that's what remote viewing is. I suppose in te- technically, you'd call that technology because it's going to be something that it's going to. You could probably do it if they implanted something, or you know, what I mean, in you, well, you yeah, probably yeah. could go yeah, say wink and, and it like fucking Thought. takes a picture. Just think about it. That's what it'll be. Just think about it and you'll be That's the next thing for iPhone. By the way, if they do that, uh, I'm patterning the idea right now. Well, they've said that's going to happen. They, they, Oh, fuck. They've said that's going to happen. That It's going to be a case of technolo- technology will be integrated into your mind. So you'll be able to just... I mean, would you want that? Nah, I was fuck just about that. to say that. I was about to say, nah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah. Not the first generation. That you're lying down and it's like, you, you, even if you have like a do not disturb thing, you know... As soon as you turn it on, it's going to go beep, beep, or whatever, whatever the fuck it does yeah, in your yeah. head and goes nuts. I'd be like, no, I'm not having this. Yeah. I, 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 I'd rather have it on a mobile phone. I could fuck it off into the sea if I don't want it. And then I'm not going to get anything. Fuck it off to the sea. You live in the Midlands. You're the furthest point away from the I'm, ocean. I'm like Steve Buckley. 
I've got a good throw on me. A hell of an arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell of an arm. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I can fucking bowl. Well, you think, like, if you if you can hack a phone with just a chip, if you start fucking putting chips that control you or you can influence your brain with them, I think that's probably not a good idea. Mm. Anyway, hey. let's talk about SRI a bit more. Let's do it. So they were um, obviously researching a load of shit and they were getting some success. And after a certain amount of success was happening, they they were transferred to government control um, and and CIA control, and they were actually involved in a project called um, Stargate. I think it's a project. Like it was basically um, an army unit. It sounds fucking crazy, doesn't it? Stargate. It sounds like a TV show. Like yeah. when you can have like weird aliens talking to each other and going, "Hello, how's it going? Well, Let's go to 1942." Well, on yeah. planet Mars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah what, and fight, and fight the Zubatrons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really yeah. does. I don't know why they called it fucking Stargate, because th- that's going to send the conspiracy people into overdrive, isn't it? There's yeah, yeah. a fucking army yeah, yeah. unit called Stargate that yeah, does yeah. remote viewing. It's got that name, isn't it? Which, is, which like, it's just asking for it, isn't it? They could have called it, like, fucking... Um, brain theory, research. theory, brain research, <laughs> the- rather than brain Stargate, because everyone's going to go, oh yeah, it's real. They they travel through here and they Stargate. mentally and do all this. And, you know, I mean, you think bollocks. Well, it was the code name for a secret U.S. Army unit established in 1978, and it was obviously just to carry on with SRI's work. Now, what's really interesting about this is when Operation Desert Storm got underway in Iraq in 1991, along with like airstrikes, troops, soldiers and tanks and all that fucking invasion going down, back in Fort Meade in the USA, the Stargate Army Unit were using telepathy to read the minds of Iraqi leaders and remote viewing to locate Scud missile sites and they were successful and saved lives based on information coming from the Stargate unit. What? I know. Military, sorry, they're weaponized remote viewing. What the actual fuck does that mean? If it's real. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. I'm just relaying yeah. information. That's crazy. Now, there's a guy called Joe Monte, Monteagle, Muck Monteagle, sorry. Right. And he was a normal guy in the army. People who are really into this are going to get pissed off that I pronounce his name wrong. Because he's like probably one of like he's a top guy in it, a well-known guy in the field. Yeah, tough shit. Joe McFuddywuddy, he's a normal guy in the army, and um, he said it, he was at dinner one night. He was like feeling sick, sitting around with his mates, felt ill, and he didn't want to vom in the restaurant, so he got up to fucking head outside, spill his guts on the pavement. Why not? And as he walked through the door, he said he heard like an internal pop in his mind, and had like a weird out-of-body experience, and then. Next thing he knows, he wakes up in hospital. He like his mates found him convulsing on the floor, and you know he was just in a bad fucking way. Mm-hmm. But he could do after that event. He could do some next level shit with his mind. So whilst he was deployed in Vietnam, he was using his abilities to protect himself and his platoon. He was claiming like in intense situations, he knew what people were going to say before they said it. Mm-hmm. He knew where the enemy was and where the booby traps and landmines had been put. He said he saw things that were going to happen the day before that they, they did. The military. Why didn't he stop them? Well, he I was. Would, uh, this uh, is the thing. I was going to say, I been, I take, don't go there. I'll tell you what, we're going to lose the war, mate. Might as well just back out <laughs> yeah, now and save people's lives. Yeah, you brick. Maybe you can't see the full picture. Maybe he's it's a, a very low No, he's a dickhead. He knew. <laughs> he knew all along. He went, let's all lose the war. There's a few dickheads I want to wipe out. But Let them die. 
<laughs> but he got so good at this because he'd be like, lads, don't go down there. The military, like top brass, began to recognise that he had like some sort of weird innate ability and um, they actually recruited him to SRI and the Stargate teams. Now, it seems that being on edge and, and hyper alert, it, it can induce, if you want to believe it, mm. uh, a sixth sense that usually remains latent. So it's sort of like, it seems, I don't know, I just find it hard to, I find it hard to get my head around. I mean, obviously we're just, we're just giving you the information here. Yeah. Make up your own minds. You might have had real mad experiences and know yourself it's true, but for me, it's just like, really? But, mate, under scrutiny at SRI, he could telepathically locate enemy bases. He said the information came in fragments. He said he had to calm his mind and then wait yeah. for the answer to appear and that he doesn't actually know how he does it. He doesn't... He, he can't tell you how he... Do, he just... He just fucking knows. They used him in the Cold War after recon planes had spotted huge Soviet military installations. They were like, what the fuck's going on in there? Now, obviously, the spy planes could only see the outsides of the buildings. Yeah. They can't fucking see inside. They had no idea what was what was actually, you know, what kind of dastardly deeds the Reds were up to on the inside. So they got Joe in and said, listen, pal, have a look at this. They didn't tell him what it was. They gave him coordinates. Okay. So they didn't say it was a military installation. They said, these are coordinates. Focus your mind on them and uh, tell us what you you sense. So it was really closed. He had no idea the f- what he was looking at. He just fucking went along. And he said, um, I can see odd methods of welding. It looks like welding, but weird. And he said, there's lots of frantic work and huge cigar-shaped objects on land. Like, And it turned out he, he was fucking... Bang on, correct. The military figured out after the after the fact that the Soviets were building like the biggest class of nuclear submarines in the buildings that he was asked to remote view. They're actually the biggest subs that have ever been made, carrying up some like two hundred nuclear weapons. Mm. He even described how they worked, like the propulsion systems, which is proved after the fact. Fuck, that's fucking mental. What's going on? Is that fucking know. real? Is he just like a mathematical genius? Guess that they were doing subs and went, I'm going to guess that they do it this way. Well, he didn't... I don't know. He didn't know. As far as he's concerned, they could have been asking him to remote view uh, a fucking sandwich or another bloke in a room. He had no idea that they were... I mean, he must have known if he was having to sign, like, I'm guessing, non-disclosure agreements and Mm. shit. And he's like, okay, this is real then. I'm looking at the enemy. I've got to be looking at the fucking enemy. Maybe just with, yeah, subs. But the fact that he was able to describe how they worked and that they were, they used a Because di- the way he described it, that the military said, you're wrong. Because cause he was giving them, like, um, they can go down to mad, mad new depths in the ocean. Mm. And because th- and they were so big, the Navy were saying, Impossible. bollocks, yeah. they're going to crush. Pressure, pressurize is going to fuck them, yeah. They're yeah. too big. They're too big. They're just going to implode. And he was like, yeah, but there's this, this new form of welding. They've got this specific type of propulsion that they can move around. They were like, bullshit. And he was like, well, you asked me. This is what I saw. And then, he's fucking right. Mm. It's fucking crazy, mate. Maybe he done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's I- ahead of Russia, and he's just... It's just the best spy in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a mole. Yeah, yeah. He fucking could be, couldn't he? He'd be like the best best mole in the world, but also the worst because he's given their secrets away. Well, the Unless wa- there's a way of getting in, enticing them in and then like literally just fucking them in the ass. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I thought, okay, 
All right, the military are saying this. They're saying that's what happened. Maybe they're just fucking with the enemy. Maybe they figured out, through whatever means, the launching of the subs, <clears throat> that that's what they were. But announced that they actually figured that out through psychic or remote viewing experts. You know what I mean? That would, would rattle the enemy. They'd be like, mm. shit, man, are they just fucking... Are they using... Yuri Geller to spy on our new subs. They're definitely not using Yuri Geller. <laughs> yeah, they just laughed at that, didn't they? Well, maybe it would force them into I doing d- things. I definitely would not want him to make the subs because he'd probably use the metal he makes the spoons out of. It would melt <laughs> as soon as it touches <laughs> yeah. the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked. Yeah, yeah. They've actually done uh, conducted experiments in space as well um, to try and use huge, huge, massive distances. Ed Mitchell on Apollo 14, he conducted a thought transfer experiment whilst on the lunar surface. Now, he took cards with him that had symbols on, just fucking, I don't know, triangles and squares and dicks, tits and shit like that. Um, He took his porn cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, probably. Hopefully. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) So after after, doing his EVA on the moon and picking up rocks and shit, uh, during his rest period inside the lunar module, He'd secretly get these cards out. Now, what he'd do is he'd focus on an image, just a random card, focus on an image for 15 seconds, and at that exact time, or hopefully that exact time, people back on Earth that were clued into the experiment would attempt to, I mean, I don't know, focus their minds in the same way that he was. He'd basically see the picture that he could see, in a way. Yeah, that's what they were trying to do. I don't know how to describe what they focused their mind on, but mm. but they did. Apparently, they did get some some correct. Uh, it, it's, I think it was twenty five percent. Now that's more than a, a statistical chance. It's sort of the chance would be one in three thousand. Mm. So so there was success there, but it's important to remember during this experiment on the moon, separated from the Earth by what two hundred and fifty thousand miles ish. Um, there were errors in timing because Ed Mitchell had told the guys back on Earth, right, fucking 10 past 12 next Saturday, that's I'm when gonna I'm going to yeah. do it, so you fucking think at the same... But they had delays during liftoff, mm. so they think that they might have just been completely out with their timing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He might not have been doing it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he, like he might were. have been fucking asleep or... <laughs> yeah, having a wank or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I see a me? massive cock <laughs> being wanked off. Arking jets of semen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no cards, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at... Oh, no, Ed. No, Ed, no. <laughs> Not my face. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That just tastes salt. <laughs> uh, you had to do it in secret. Um, I bet he did have a <laughs> wank. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be fucking well, so it's hard to do it through the suit as well. It's <laughs> not like you're wearing trackies. You can just have a bit of a grip. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a special pouch you can put his hand in and zip it in so it's airtight. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Having a wank on the moon. You had a robot there, robo-wank. I think you'd have to do that, wouldn't you? You'd be the first person to have oh, a wank yeah. on the moon. I'd definitely have my... I'd do the something first. You know, like, no, um, Neil... I was going to say Noel, then. Noel Armstrong. Ne- Noel and... Um, Rob's and massively qualified. Noel and Billy going out of the... Uh, <laughs> Noel Armstrong <laughs> and Bildrin. Yeah, Billy Aldrin. Jumping down. The first thing they would have seen is a foot, right? And then when it come down, it was me going... <laughs> wanking before I hit the surface <laughs> of the moon. Well, ap- apparently... Um, if you watch old uh, Big Neil, he jumps down, fucking says his shiznies and walks away. And you can watch Buzz come down. He was like, I don't know, 
10 minutes after him or something. He came down the ladder. Did he ju- piss or something? Yeah, he, he jumped onto the foot pad, apparently, like the lander, lander's foot, and he stood there, and people were like, was this like a really high emotional moment as you're about to step foot onto another heavenly body? And he went, well, it was, but I was having a piss. I was just standing there having a <laughs> piss, and he said I was the first person to piss on the moon. Oh, is that why he done it? He also was the first person to drink on the moon as well. Nice. He took uh, wine with him. Don't blame him. <laughs> why not? Oh, where the fuck were we, man? I can't even remember where we were. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're um, talking about um, um, cards on the moon with um, um, I can't remember his name. Um, Ed Mitchell. Ed Mitchell. And then we got onto wanking because because oh, yeah. of time delays. That's time, what we got to. Time delay wanking. Yeah. Well, like yeah, because we were saying because obviously when there's when there was a time delay, you you have a wank. Of course, wank most times. You know what I mean? When they go, your plane's delayed. Oh, it's a time delay. I have to pull one off. Just now. gonna nip to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, <above>. get a pint <laughs> ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in thirty seconds. <laughs> thirty. <laughs> Ten for me. <laughs> Yeah, they had to. Uh, he did it in secret. That's what I was saying. He was doing it in secret on the moon because he said that NASA were gonna. They were like frown upon this shit because it was seen as as, as ludicrous c- sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they went th- on to fund this exact type of investigations with SRI. You know what I mean? So mm. what? Hey, what? So the US took ESP seriously enough that they were actually they were worried that the Soviets were. At one point, uh, during President Carter's uh, reign, regime, what's it called? Fucking term, that's the word, regime. Mm. But when President Carter was in power, he met up with the Soviets to have like a little, one of these fucking stupid bullshit chats that nothing happens in. They they were actually worried that the Soviets were trying to manipulate his mind with telepathy <laughs> when they met. Yeah. They were taking it fucking well, serious, man. So the military used people in Stargate to gain better understanding in hostage situations, like the amount of people in buildings, states of minds of the of the hostages and the hostage uh, takers, uh, and like you know, the problem is with this sort of shit. There's a lot of false leads which are time consuming. It's not like they sit in a room and go, "This is what you need to do, and that's where you need to go." They'll yeah. give them like fifty fucking leads that don't work. So it, it it may be, it's like cutting the wheat from the chaff, you know what I mean? You've got to kind of find the... But in order to go through all these false leads, you've got to fucking follow them up. Yeah, which yeah. takes fucking time and resources. But having said that, scientists evaluating the data say that success is above statistical chance. I mean, they rave on about successful experiments, but what about the fuck-ups? How many are there? Millions? You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Is the success rate one in one hundred, one in one thousand, one in a million? You know, who fucking knows? They don't say. Yeah. So uh, we'll have a look at some research into animal telepathy. Yeah. Which is quite interesting, actually, because we tend to not give a fuck about some animals, and we're like, fuck it, drill into the head and put electrodes in, and yeah, then yeah. kill them. Fucking mice see what is a good one. Yeah. Mice and monkeys we used to, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, they're not. They don't do it too much to monkeys now, but I, I secretly think they do. I think it's there's there's they go yeah we're not doing that <clears throat> they do it to people in China. rabbits is a good one isn't it well you say that was did you just remote view did you just read my mind I think so no I tell you I tell you why I said that because because <coughs> uh, Uncle Des was talking about rabbits um, when he used to test stuff um, <laughs> and they used to use rabbits all the time basically yeah, yeah, yeah. rabbits were apparently the best things to to test on or something that's what he was telling me. Well, they do use rabbits. <clears throat> They've uh, used female rabbits in some specific experiments that... But I did read your mind as well. Oh, I thought you did. You should have just said that. in your mind. <laughs> you should have just said Over yeah. a rabbit. 
Well, that's literally <laughs> yeah, what I was going to yeah. talk about, rabbits. Yeah, yeah. Remote viewed. Dumb. So, yeah, like, what they do is they get, um, uh, obviously, lab rabbits, and when they have babies, just as the babies are becoming independent, they separate them, so it's not like they're going to die, just as they would be leaving. Able to live yeah. on their own, yeah. They separate um, separate them from, from the from mothers, <coughs> and uh, the, the, the mother rabbits have their brain wave fucking activity some sort of machine on the head some in, it's like little electrodes to monitor the their act the brain waves um and at, like a couple of days after they separate the the babies they fucking kill them they just destroy the ra- the baby rabbits and time and time again allegedly when they're killing these rabbits in a separate building whilst monitoring the parents' brainwaves. They go yeah. off the fucking chart. It's like they know or there's some sort of disturbance in the force <laughs> that alerts them to their... You look to me with fucking condescending... You're like, what? Come on, Rob. What's, what's, explain it. I just... Uh, I don't know. It, it, I just think if anyone's related to someone, right, um, okay, if that is the case on that, then mother and du- mother, son, daughter, whatever, right, every time one of them dies, you should know. I know that Maybe. we're talking rabbits sort of thing, but, you know, you hear people who are sitting there having a good time and then someone has a heart attack and they die and then they go and tell the brother or the sister or the daughter or whatever, right, or, or you know, and they don't know. They just go, what? Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, flocks of birds containing thousands of individuals, we see them like starlings or whatever flying through the sky, they fly so fucking close, real close quarters, and they never crash. Or they say they never crash. Maybe they just, maybe they do, but let's just say they don't. How they, how they navigate as one is a complete. There's some sort of communication going on, but it's a mystery what they're actually doing. Because is it some, is it because no, birds have got um, not every bird, obviously, but it's some magnetical thing. Maybe they can just know, they just know how to do it to start with, and maybe it's a magnetical um, sort of like I don't know. Separation. Oh, they're so just when like they're one giant magnet in the sky, yeah, and they yeah. can just fucking sense everything, feel the magnetic field as a. Well, they ran like computer simulations, trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing, or how they're doing it, or what the the mechanism potentially behind it is. And if the only way they can get computer simulated flocks of birds to fly without smashing into each other is if they g- give them a form of communication to talk to each other so they can let everybody know their whereabouts and their exact position in the sky. So the, it seems that the birds are doing this, but how they're doing it, we don't fucking know. Mind you, though, when you hear fucking... Otherwise, it's chaos. When you hear birds flying off from the lake or whatever, right, and they're going over in the V-shape or whatever, they used to go, oh, oh, they are making a noise, so maybe it, that, is, that is it. Maybe they're going, oi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Maybe they only have to be aware of like the, fir- the, like, the first three or four around them. And then the ones that are around them have to be aware of the ones around them. Mm. And then before you know it, everyone's aware of everyone. I don't fucking know it. But they've done experiments as well on pets and their abilities to know when their owners are coming home. That's like, I'm sure everybody's fucking heard that one before. Or when you open the front door, your cat's there going, like, how the fuck did you know? Are you telepathic? Well, they've been, they've done like experiments and tests on it and animals have been filmed whilst by the, like um, like by experimentation teams like in the house um, at various times their owners would come home and the animals always seem to even if like the time's randomly picked mm. the uh, the cat the cat or the dog will always fucking tend to be by the uh, behind the door it's, it's fucking strange they've um, they filmed one particular 
dog in a in a randomized uh, experiment where the owner would come home at randomly selected times only communicated via a pager so you'd be at work you don't know when you're going home but um event eventually your page will ring like, right go home so go you, home now yeah, yeah, you, yeah you choose uh and like um the dog was at the window on an average of four percent of the time during the main period of the day but when they get the message to go home and then they're filming it from the... It's 55% of the time in this particular study that the cats and the dogs will be by the fucking door. All right, as soon as they... Get, so as soon as they... The, own, the owner, the... You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the gets the message that the, the parent... That's like the animals know that it's happening. Well, they seem to react not when the owner gets in a car to come home. They rather... It's like that they, they react when the owner has decided to come home it's not based on physical movement mm. uh, i mean th- this could be chance of course uh, but that's the thing though because this shit's fucking hard to hard to quantify and like measure but they it's not cars because they randomize times that the owners come home they've even said right you're going home now but here's your train ticket and you're going to there's a bike like a pedal bike mm-hmm. ride up and the fucking in this particular study the dogs will be like what and they know mm. i don't fucking know man it's weird it's weird, man. I don't understand it. Uh, so, what about um, claims that people make uh, their cats know when they're you're going to take them to the vets? That's I've fucking experienced that. Cats are little fuckers. They don't want to go to the vets because you've got the cage out in front of them. They <laughs> go, Fuck yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe they just understand English. <laughs> you know, they just literally listening to. I us. think people take animals as dumber than what they actually are, oh, mate. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot. You know, fish. With free, they don't have three second memory. Five Clever at least, fuck, man. They got economics. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's you know, there's they feel pain. Every, you know what I mean? Everything sort of everything feels pain. I think there's a, there's. I'm trying to think the best best way of describing it. It's it's like a universal language of fear and um, appreciation and hunger f- to do things. Is it with every animal to stay alive? It's a, I, I, it's. I, I just don't think that people... People think animals are dumber than they think. I think they know what's going on. Yeah, they just can't... They can't do it because of what they are. And they they know when people are upset. They know when something's not right. They they, they know. They know. Yeah, it's they as do. simple as. They do. They're definitely, man. They're definitely... Like, interestingly, vets say that cat, cat owners, particularly, miss appointments far, far more compared to any other domesticated animals as a whole. They actually advise problem cat owners to arrange appointments when they're at work or, like, just don't be around the cat because we don't know how. But you talking to us and them being present, and they fucking know about it, and the cats are like, see ya, and they just jack off outside, you know what I mean? They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they jack off outside? <laughs> okay, now. It's um, a quick wank over it. It's like, are they picking up on intentions? I think it's. I think it's. Um, I don't think they know the phone call. I think it's a case of the way you try and lure them. I think. I think it's completely different. It's completely different to um, how how you would speak to them normally. Yeah. So you know, even if you try and trick them to go, come, you know, you go, we'll go and lock this door in here, and uh, you know, we'll get them in there. We'll lock the door. And we'll put some food in a bowl and put it in there. They just know. They know. They You're go, acting what? weird. You walk in, they go, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, why are you acting weird? Why, is that, why have you just locked that door behind you, which you've never done before? Yeah. And why is there a cage there with food in? Or why is there? Why have you got like a, a towel in your hand? Yeah. You're going to try and wrap it around me? Why are you buckling the yeah. door? Yeah. 
Just something you're sending me to that place where they inject you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> where they fucking finger me every time. Yeah. yeah. And then I wake yeah. up like a fucking angry abduction scenario. I don't know what the fuck's happened. I've got hair shaved off me and an organ's missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you think I'm kicking off? Yeah, you twisted my nuts off last time I was here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gave me a biscuit last time. When I woke up, I had no bollocks. Of course I'm going <laughs> to yeah. fucking remember it. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going there again. No telepathy. I just don't trust you, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, having said that, though, there's a parrot that can speak um, in English, right? Uh, it speaks in English what its owner is thinking. It can speak 800 words, which is really handy because it's like beyond chance when you can speak out things. And they've monitored this in a lab. Now, what the scientists did is they put photos of objects in envelopes that the parrot knows. And he knows eight, 800 of the fuckers. So there's a, quite, there's a variety of things here. It's probably more than chance. It's not like there's four. Mm. fucking potentially 800 different things um, and so you'd have these envelopes in front of you it could be like a football a fucking tree whatever man and the owner picks one at random and opens it up and then looks at it for two minutes now the parrot in this instance I probably should have put his name down and so you could all fucking come find some information on him I'm going to call him Jeremy he's calling Jeremy so the parrot Jeremy he's in a room like Way maybe way it is. Maybe I've just read your mind for something that you've read. And Imagine if his name was fucking Jeremy. That would be cool. It'd be amazing. So <laughs> what the owner does is like they look at this the symbol. Like it can be like a symbol of a you know whatever. And the parrot who's in down the corridor, like six rooms, another block away. Uh, they're filming him with nobody in the room. And time and time again, he would say out loud the object that the owner was looking at. That's fucking weird. Like he's the one time the owner got a, a picture out randomly selected out of the envelopes and it was people hugging now the parrot who's fucking 100 metres away said that's a hug that's my hug who's was fucking speaking in sentences as well fucking hell it, apparently two generations removed from the wild now, I only say this because th- it sort of goes back to what we were saying before that it, it, it potentially is a very useful this would be a very useful trait if you were living in the wild and that we potentially mm. forgot to do it. Yeah. It's fucking nuts though, isn't it? Yeah. Forget Planet of the Apes. And also, if, if it powers. was... If it's two generations of it not living in the wild and, you know, so there's two generations before of, of home parroting, so to speak, um, <laughs> <laughs> that it's a living a, a completely different lifestyle over the two generations. So yeah, it might have evolved differently to it would if it lived in the wild. It's got a change in it. Well, yeah, it's born into a domestic situation over two generations. So the first lot might be wild, but the second lot might not be because they've they've always been domesticated, the first lot, and then the second lot, is that's just how they're, bo- they're born and they're domesticated straight away because even the parent one is domesticated. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, though, how people like look at these examples of animals and we go, wow, how are they doing it? It's amazing. They must be picking up on some sort of weird thing that we're not familiar with. But when we say that people do it, they're like, shut the fuck up, liar. That's true. Bullshit. Yeah, that's that's true, weird, isn't it? Yeah. it is true. Definitely true. <laughs> it's all true. No, it's, um, <laughs> Could be fear. Who knows? I, 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 mm, I, I just think it's awesome. I think you're right because people say that certain animals can, you know, do certain things and all that. But we can't. Right. Why, why sure. not? Sure. Are you yeah. sure? Because after what I've read, a lot of weird dodgy websites. That it's uh, probably very, very hard for us to actually do, but why wouldn't it be possible, you know what I mean, that one or two of us might be able to do it? You know what I mean? But somehow, somehow. like you say, someone knocked a head or like you said, something went pop in your brain and then suddenly 
you wake up and it's like a radio transmission you what the fuck I just can do everything oh. you, maybe your brain's broadcasting radio waves and the fucking person broke their brain and can pick it up like an antenna and go oh I don't know what you're thinking who knows but who this knows? this next part is going to be a, a bit of a head fuck uh, but bear with us because we're going to go into the quantum realm Oh yes. could help explain the mechanism behind extra sensory perception quantum entanglement nice Got, every time we said it last it should be on the black hole episode this quantum bollocks yeah it's um, it's a very real effect uh, and completely unexplained phenomena that some sort of, I don't know, respected and learned fellows, learned fellows, believe this could be the key to understanding telepathy. Like that entanglement occurs, quantum entanglement happens when pairs of, like, bear with me, pairs of particles such as like photons interact physically. Now the way you make entangled photons is you fire apparently a uh, a laser through specific types of crystals which can cause yeah. an individual photon to be split into pairs of entangled photons so you're sort of like separating it now these photons can then be because they're isolated they're separate they were once one but now they're separate they can be separated by hundreds of miles now when one of these entangled photons is tampered with and changed like apparently it's like its rate of spin can be affected yeah. the other fo- other photons separated by hundreds of miles mirrors exactly what happens to the other photon and it happens instantaneously faster than light now we've measured this with precise timing the changes happen immediately in a way that we have no explanation we don't know what's going on yeah they are communicating if that's the right word faster than we know is possible faster than light it's just like it just it's all well, it's, it's like, like it's all doing the same thing instantaneously, basically. Yeah, it's like a knowing or yeah. something. It's not affected by a distance. Um, quantum entangled photons respond to simulation, stimulation instantaneously, regarding... Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, it doesn't matter, like, a mile or 300 miles. It doesn't fucking matter. The information is not travelling from photon A to photon B in a way that we are familiar with. Fucking hell, my phones are going nuts. I know, yeah. I thought I'd turn mine off, man. I look <laughs> popular. <laughs> so this effect has been used in quantum computing, so like they can process shit really, really fast. It's a real observable, reproducible scientific experiment. Now the thought is somehow our minds become I don't know, entangled and we're utilizing this unseen pathway to transfer thought brain to brain instantaneously, the way that photons can communicate, if that's the right word to use, what's happening to one another so they mirror it. It's fucking weird. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's something we can evolve to. Maybe we've been naive earlier on saying that Possibly. Oh, if we've, we've evolved as much as we can. But maybe we've never needed to have information instantaneously and from the other side of the world and whatnot. So maybe... It's something, I don't know, maybe it's something that, you know, hundreds and thousands of years down the line, we, we might be able to just do it, like a normal all, day thing, like having a cup it. of tea. Yeah, or we've lost it, yeah. Maybe it's all, it's all we've already That's done it. That's if we're still in 100,000 years, which I doubt it, by the way. I don't know, man, I'm full nah. of positivity. I'm not. Uh, Why not? Just, That's a really good Barney Burt from The Simpsons. Was. I can just see, I can just see, I can see carnage. 
Oh, mate, carnage everywhere. Chaos, carnage everywhere. It's coming in from every angle. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about... We're talking about synthet- ourselves. We've got things from out of, out of, you know, asteroids or whatnot. We've got fucking... Synthetic te- telepathy. Yeah, we've got fucking everything, man. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? You've got, it's just nuts. I want to round this one off with um, some instances of telepathic ability or knowing between twins. Now, okay. You think that, like, twins, you're... You know, one of the same thing connected to a mother or once one cell divided into whatever, however the fuck it works I'm not a biologist you need to speak to Rupert Sheldrake about that mm-hmm. but there are a lot of anecdotal reports and I actually saw that once when I was at school there was, we had some twins in our class and one of these um, one of the lads he was in the classroom minding his own fucking business and his brother was in the playground and he got like in the classroom he got I remember it. He was like real bad stomach pains. He was like bent over, like in agony. He was like, "What the fuck?" And he had to be taken out. At that, I know it sounds like one of these stupid stories, but whilst that was happening, his uh, his brother was getting battered in the playground. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a shoeing. So nah. we fucking, I don't know, man. Whatever. That'd be good power, wouldn't it? To to just pass your pain to someone else and not actually be hurt. <laughs> so if someone glass you, you can just go. I'm going to reverse. Oh, I think he was hurt. In fact, I know he was hurt. Yeah. Just send it, to, yeah. Well, yeah. You get your fucking like, head, you know. You get glass, and you can put that glass. pain onto someone else rather than you. So you just stand there like that, and you can put it back to the person who hit you. <laughs> ah! That'd I'm be fucking good, good doing voodoo. Yeah, being voodoo, Vo- voodoo myself to them. Ah. So let's let's round off with a um one of these uh anecdotal stories from of twin telepathy. Uh, and it was coming from a parent, this one was. It says, Tonight I was helping my son, Jacob, practice his spelling homework. His twin brother, Ethan, was washing his hands in the kitchen. So they're not next to each other. Right. I was pointing to the words, asking Jacob to say the words for me. He didn't know what word it was, and Ethan, in the kitchen, yelled, Her, as in like, her, H-E-R. And I thought, he said, I thought in my head, fucking hell, you know. Well, that's not what he says, but how the fuck did he... How did he know when I'm pointing out the yeah, word? You're not, you're not actually going, what does that her say? But it's really interesting. That comes from a mother. Mm. And we were talking about cells mm. in... Anyway, he said, again, Jacob wasn't sure of... Um, he pointed to an, She pointed to another word. And again, Jacob wasn't sure of the word. And Ethan in the kitchen yelled out, it's girl. And now she says, I don't know what was going on, or how this was possible, but they were doing it. But after that point, all the other words wrong. Maybe he just guessed. Maybe he's seen the page, flip through it while his mum's been fucking cooking something or doing whatever. Right, true. And he might have just seen a list of them and then went and washed his hands. And she was going through it, and he's just thought, "I'm going to try this one." And just and say some of the words which were there. And her and girl are not. You know what I mean? It's, they are going to be in the same sentence potentially. Yeah. It's not like her and uh, sprout. That yeah. would be a bit fucking weird, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be mad. Oh, last one. When I was a kid, I would have seizures in the middle of the night when I was sleeping. On the nights that I would have seizures, my twin sister would wake up and have weird tunnel vision. The room would gradually grow lighter and lighter, then darker and darker. For her, this was a sign that I was going to have a seizure. She would then run to my parents and alert them, giving them the opportunity to be with me during my grandma's seizures and then get me to hospital. If this doesn't prove that twins have a weird brain connection, I don't know what does. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe, Maybe she can just spot something on her, and, and except for not feeling it, she can spot it. 
dogs do that though, don't they? That dogs will well, fucking if you're if you epileptic and I think it's I mean I'm fuck knows if I'm right, but I'm sure it's epilepsy where the dog will just go fuck me, you're about to have a seizure. Start nudging yeah, them and licking them. Here's your pill, and they're like, "What, really? They Fuck! Can, they can How do you know, you little furry, furry fucker?" Yeah, they can smell like illnesses and all that, right? But epilepsy—it sounds silly, right? But maybe there's a chemical change which smells in the body, and they can—they can smell it and yeah. go, oh, "I know that smell means he's gonna fucking have a little dance on the floor later on." You know what I mean? Maybe the yeah, like yeah, he's gonna do. This. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to do the worm in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's worm time. Do you know what I mean? So ma- maybe they Fucking E down his neck. Maybe they can... Because they've got mega smelling powers, haven't they? Maybe they can Next smell level. something happening. Smell something fear. brewing. Yeah, I, th- I I suspect that's probably the case. I mean, there are like cancer dogs, aren't they, that can, you know, cook yeah, smell. Yeah. They go, full oh, cancer. You, you're riddled, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it appears that and That's way. what they say as well. They can, <laughs> you're riddled, mate. <laughs> Shit the bed. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That's um that's about all I thought. What would dog. you prefer, right? A drug dog, right, coming up to you. What do you mean? One that can produce drug drugs out of its anus? No, no, no. Oh, As in you've got shitloads of drugs at the airport. You've got shitloads of drugs at the airport, right? And a drug dog comes up to you. And it's it's signed drug dog, so you know, right? Uh or the cancer dog to come and sit by you. Well, mate, I'd be- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know I mean? what would you prefer, the drug one or the cancer dog? Uh, the drug one. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a pub once, and I might, I might have had a, a sort of an illegal substance in my pocket, and it got raided. Potentially, maybe. This is a story. <laughs> I heard a story where a guy yeah, was yeah. in a pub with his girlfriend. I, I read an article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this particular tale, a guy was sitting in a pub with his girlfriend, and it was raided by the police. And uh, they shut all the doors down, went into the toilets and blocked all the fucking windows. And then they brought in the drug dogs. And <clears throat> this particular person turned to his girlfriend and said, don't worry, I'm going to go down the police station tonight. I'll see you in the morning. And the dogs didn't pick up anything. It's probably because it's fucking coke everywhere. They're going, fuck coke. Me. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Paracetamol. <laughs> yeah. They're probably going, fuck me. It's everywhere. I yeah. I literally can't locate where it's coming <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. It's it's everywhere. Coming out of the walls. <laughs> yeah. So I just put, what if you poured it on the nose? It'd get a high. <laughs> no, but what, if, yeah, but what if they walked in right and you just went, without anyone knowing, and threw a load on the nose, would it completely fuck up their smell? Yeah. it's on their nose. Yeah, they'd have to have it, I suppose so, because everywhere they'd go, they could literally smell shit, and it'd be coke. Yeah. Maybe Apparently. So here's the advice to the drug, the drug people out there, right? If you see a dog walking in, take the risk when the coppers ain't looking. Fucking throw a bag of coke in the Feed face. Feed it to them. Yeah, ta- always ta- if you're going to take... <laughs> Feed it to them. If you're going to do drugs in a pub, take a dog biscuit with you, so you can just <laughs> fucking pop it in the bag. And give it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, mate, son? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a dog biscuit. I always carry dog biscuits because I'm a lover of dogs. Don't do that. Don't no, give don't do dogs anything that we say because we're, we're fucking lovers. Biscuits. That's not good. So I think we've rattled on for about fucking god knows how long. It's because we've been drinking beer as well. That's why. Yeah. So let's fucking wrap up. Yeah, let's do it, man. And uh, if anyone's down at the piss up in Camwell tomorrow, me and Rob are going to be there. Probably yeah, yeah. ain't going to listen to this until like next. Yeah, Wednesday. that'd be good. If, if someone if someone um, replies to. This and is going to Camwell, who listens to the show. We'll meet it with you. Yeah, man. Just you'll see us. I'll uh, sport some sort we, of robots si- top. So you yeah, can spot and, us. and we sit usually by a gin bar. Oh yeah, it's a portable so, gin bar. So yeah. uh, <coughs> if anyone if anyone does go and listens to this and goes fuck me, 
That's where we'll be. Come say hello. We'll have a picnic out with a few pies and a few pies, beers. Pies, beer, you know what I mean? Pork uh, pies, beer. What else do you need? Nothing. Yeah. That's it. Just shit loads of money, but I ain't happening. <laughs> Until you send us money on Patreon. Fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell. Beautiful. Yeah. Didn't say any of that. That was that seamless link that was without even realising. You know all the details. Yeah. fucking there, innit? Yeah, it's all there. Um, just type in Robots Fries in Google and it'll come up with everything, really. So, so hopefully we'll see a couple of you tomorrow. Maybe, maybe. not. Maybe we'll. Uh, if not, we'll see you next weekend. Yeah. Have a good one. See you later. <laughs>